Welcome to the podcast of the Renew Community. We strive to be a Jesus community who cares about the things Jesus cares about. This podcast was recorded at our last gathering. Teaching like this is how we worship together every other week. We look to the scriptures seeking to become more like Christ. We're glad you're listening. I want to invite you all just to stand up for a minute. I think a lot of you have been maybe sitting for a little bit. We've had a full morning, a really good morning, but it's been full already. Um, and we welcome our visitors, who many of you are probably here for the child dedication, and you are welcome here. We're glad to have you. Um, and those of you who are part of our renewed family and here on a regular basis, you know that we are in this series called uh, The Real Good News, in which we have been exploring what is the gospel that we believe and how is it good? Um, for those of us who are followers of Jesus, I was really encouraged. I was talking with somebody even this morning, and they said, you know, when we went into this series, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be great. I'll have opportunities to share with my friends, my neighbors. And this morning he said, but last gathering, I realized, no, this is actually still really good news for me, too. Um, and so that's part of what we're hoping to, to just remind each other of the good news, but also have those opportunities for those of us uh, whether you're here this morning or our friends and coworkers out outside of this space, what is the good news and how can we share it with them to meet their needs uh, and to introduce them to Jesus? Uh, and this morning, we're going to read a whole bunch of scripture. Um, and as I have several readers, and as they read these scriptures, I just want you to pay attention and ask yourself as they're reading, what's good news in these passages? If you want to jot it down, there's a handout in front of you. You can write on there. Some of you have index cards. You can write on there. Uh, just invite you now to, to sit back down. Now that you've got some blood flowing, you can listen again. And just listen to the scriptures and what is good news. Luke 6, 27 to 38. Jesus said, To you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what grace is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what grace is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those whom you expect repayment, what grace is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Romans 5, 6-11. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, 
though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from wrath through him? For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Passages in Ephesians. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has lavished on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us, along with all wisdom and understanding. God's purpose was that we Jews, who were the first to trust in Christ, would bring praise and glory to God. And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit, whom he promised long ago. The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. Now don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel. You lived in this world without God and without hope. But now you have been united with Christ Jesus. Once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to him through the blood of Christ. For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when, in his own body on the cross, he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from the two groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross, and our hostility toward each other was put to death. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far from him, and peace to the Jews who were near. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. Together, we are his house, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We are carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit. And this is God's plan. Both Gentiles and Jews who believe the good news share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are part of the same body and both enjoy the promise of blessings because they belong to Christ Jesus.
Yeah, so what did you hear? I invite you, if, if there's something that just stood out to you, I'll take a, a minute here and I'll invite you all to participate. If something stood out to you that sounded like some really good news, then you can just sh- shout it out. Or whisper. Family. Reconciled to God. Lavish grace. Demonstrated love. The Holy Spirit, amen. Our inheritance, yeah. All right, I'm done. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, that's great. Um, Yeah, thank you for sharing, and I'm sure there's many other, some of the introverts in the room maybe a little shy about shouting out, but... uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I actually really don't have a whole lot to add to these rich scriptures. Uh, but here's my brief rundown of the real good news. God is exceedingly good, gracious, generous, loving. God is gracious and good and loving beyond circumstances and beyond comprehension. God is good, gracious, generous, and loving to the ungrateful and the wicked, or more literally, to the ungraceful and the pain-ridden, pain-inflictors. God is good, gracious, generous, and loving. And Jesus' life, teaching, death, and resurrection is the full witness and revelation of the depths of God's goodness, graciousness, and love. See, in the life of Jesus, he refused to resort to violence, but loved even those who were arresting him, mocking him, and killing him, offering forgiveness even in his final breaths and offering it again upon his resurrection. And over and over again throughout history, God is gracious and good even to the ungrateful and the wicked. And by his gracious love, Jesus welcomes us back to the family of God. Through him we are made sons and daughters, And if you were with us two weeks ago at gathering, it's one that will live in my memory for a long time. As Doug talked about, who we are created to be, that the scripture begins in good news, that we are created in God's image, and God calls us very good, and yet we have this problem this problem of sin that brings us to shame, and shame names us. And we wrote down some of the things that shame names us, and we place them on the table. Doug proclaimed the good news to us 
that that is not our name. That is not our identity. And we proclaim to each other as a community that God calls us his beloved child, that we are sons and daughters through the grace of God. Though we were enemies, we are now family. And not only does God's grace welcome us back to the family of God, that grace also has the power to transform us, has the power to reorient us. By grace, we are restored to our intended created state, the very good sons and daughters who bear the image of God Sons and daughters who inherit his nature. That word, sons or children, in the Greek means those who bear the same nature. So when we experience grace, it transforms us and reorients us to the good and gracious, loving nature of our Father. He calls us sons and daughters. And if I'm a son, and you're a daughter, and you're a son, that makes us brothers and sisters. In Christ, truly God's families, because we're reconciled to God, and we're also reconciled to one another in and through Christ. Reconciled by His forgiveness, and his power in us to forgive. Reconciled by his grace and love, and reconciled by his power to offer grace and love. So the real good news is an invitation to a family. We have a lot of visitors here, but those of you who are part of the Renew community on a regular basis, if you just look around, How many of the people here today would you have any connection with if it wasn't for the work of Jesus? Anybody with 10? Five? Maybe a few people. For me, it's zero. I would not be here if it wasn't for Jesus. I would probably be in Iowa somewhere. I'd have no idea any of you even existed. But even though that would be true, you're still part of my family. And my family is spread out all over this nation and all over the world because Jesus has made us brothers and sisters And this is why we had child dedication this morning, because families have kids. And as part of God's family, we all commit to sharing God's grace and love to these kids, to care for and support their parents, and to continually point each other to Jesus. And this is why a house church that lovingly refers to themselves as familia has multiplied Because God's grace continues to redraw the boundaries of family. 
God's grace is abounding and his family is growing as this house church cares for one another and reminds each other of God's loving goodness and grace. Good news is an invitation and a restoration to the family of God. And this is real good news in our world. There are lots of people who are lonely. There are lots of people who are isolated. This is good news for the lonely. This is good news for the isolated. This is good news for the disconnected and the estranged. Good news for the marginalized who Jesus made a point of saying, yes, you belong. Good news for the ones the world calls not good enough. Good news in a world becoming increasingly divisive. It is the good news of reconciliation to God and to one another. Good news of a community, a family. A family whose boundaries are continually redrawn by the mystery and power of grace, which transforms enemies into families. Good news of a family reoriented by God's grace to be gracious in a world of ungrace. In a world where there is hate to be love. In a world where there is evil to bring goodness. In a world where there is curse to bring God's blessing. To, as Eugene Peterson put it in the message, live out this God-created identity, the way our Father lives toward us, generously and graciously. Amen. Now, before John and Clyde and Jenny come up to lead us in music to worship our good and gracious God, I want to highlight a special opportunity. Thank you, Dave, so much for yeah, just sharing those opportunities with us earlier. But I want to highlight another special opportunity that we have to live out this God-created identity of generosity and grace. One way that we do that here at Renew is by seeking to be generous stewards of our financial resources. The rent we pay to worship here in this space goes to support and bless the Boys and Girls Club. And portions of our budget are given to support local, national, and global partners, Mana on Main Street, Ecclesia, missionaries in Southeast Asia, the Independent Church in India, and Daughters of Cambodia. But beyond that, we also have this fund called Benevolence, which we use to support people within our Renew family, to help provide counseling, to provide emergency financial assistance, just to bless people when they're going through a rough time. And it's also a fund that we use to meet needs and to bless neighbors when we find out about their needs, as we are called to love our neighbors, to pay utility bills or medical expenses, to provide grocery gift cards. And I realize that benevolence isn't a particularly common word in the English language, not one that we use a whole lot, but that adjective, benevolent, is probably the best English word we have for the word translated kind. 
in that verse, God is kind. It's a blend of being both good and kind, serviceably good, useful and kind for the benefit of the person being blessed. An essential aspect of God's loving nature to be good and kind. And recently, Clyde and Kim became aware of a need, um, major needs of their neighbors. And they informed Doug and the elder team that they want to generously bless them, to demonstrate the goodness, grace, and generosity of God to this family. And as elders, we decided that we want to extend that opportunity to all of Renew, to increase the amount of money that we can bless them with, but also to increase the opportunity for us to be generous and gracious, just as our God is generous and gracious. So over the next two weeks, any offering given to benevolence will be given to, by Renew to bless the Leahy's neighbors. And you can do that by writing benevolence in the mem- memo on your check as you give. If you want to give an extra additional offering to bless them, you can do that. There's also a drop down on our online giving. Thank you for listening to the podcast of the Renew Community. This in no way should replace the formation within a community of Jesus followers. If you are looking for a church, would like more information about Renew, or would like to give financially to this ministry, check out our website at renewcommunity.org.